When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show as we get ready to crank one out. And as I said, active, active weekend. Uh, we'll, we'll hear from uh, various members of Team Rick and Bubba on how the weekend went. We'll get you those recaps today. Uh, we'll write down the stories of the day. We'll hear from you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, always fun to do that. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy have already given you the kickoff hour. That's standard. Uh, Monday through Friday on all the Rick and Bubba platforms. Uh, hopefully you make that part of your Rick and Bubba experience. Eddie Van Adler, uh, he is back. He's ready with your YouTube experience. If you haven't subscribed to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel, do so. Uh, and then you get alerts every time the show goes live. Wednesday Bible study goes live. There's archives there every day. There's best of hours. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, so in, enjoy the YouTube experience there at rickandbubba.com. Uh, so we're set up. We're ready to go. We're missing one, the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome into another week of the Rick and Bubba Experience. Somebody give him the slide. Gary Rosington, uh, original, the last original member of, of Leonard Skinner. Uh, we talked about him with Damon Johnson Thursday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, and uh, and then he was saying he was still filling in for Gary Rosington uh, with Skinner shows, and he he's got that alongside the Brother Kane reunion. And I mean, it wasn't what, a week, a few days later, yeah. and Gary Rosington announced as passing away at seventy one. That's a young man nowadays. It is. Mm. So, uh, so Leonard Skinner, original members, even the ones who survived the plane crash, have all gone on in. How about surviving a plane That's, crash? Well, you're living on borrowed time after that. Yeah. He, he, he got he got a lot of borrowed time. Wow. Yeah. He got banged up in that crash. He too. did too. Yep. He did. So uh, they 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 still, you know, like Bubba said, Johnny Van Zant, Ronnie's brother, has been the lead singer for so long now. 
Yeah, uh, it, it's, it's not, almost like he's yeah, in the race. but it, and they and they they pulled a a kind of what we call a legalistic move with Ricky Madlock, yeah. claiming him as an original since he was in there before they ever made it big and then yeah. before he went to Blackfoot. A little bit of a stretch there, but um, but if you say the band that we all fell in love with, all of those members have now gone on in. They've been doing it so long. Even some of the replacement guys have died. Mm, yeah, you know what I'm saying they were true. the original yeah. replacement guys. Yeah. They've died. Has Artemis Powell gone on in? No, he's still around. Okay, so he, he hadn't played with them though. I don't think you're right. But I mean, he he was uh, he was in there during the heyday. A little yeah. Bit. yeah, oh yeah. But, but he's not in the he, band. He now, was so. the one that actually survived the crash and and went for got help. help. Yeah, yeah, got help. Pushed through the bottom of the plane, got out and running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that documentary. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> Artemis, the, go out. The, the family that uh, that the, is a. You know, out in the farm, right. like a farmhouse, yeah. and they come yeah. up banging on yeah. the door all I, bloody. I, yeah, that that I got a little fun. Uh, but it is funny, a little something when we do all the weekend recaps involving uh, something along those lines. But anyway, so Gary Rosington has passed away. So I guess Damon Johnson, uh, he's not just filling in for a short period of time now. I mean, he's you know he's he a member of two bands. Yeah, right? I, I think he is. Damon's been members of many bands. Yeah, at the same time. At the same time. Also, well, that's act- two pretty big ones to be yes, at the sir. same time now. Yeah. Yes, sir. Also, wow. actor Tom Sizemore died yeah, over the weekend. Yeah, they at sixty-one. Time. Tom, he's 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 living. He's, to, been struggling. he's had a lot of demons. Yeah. Lot, lot, lot of struggle. great actor. And he he, uh, was, he was great in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, we had uh, we had that uh, initial update on him last week that he had taken a turn, and mm-hmm. uh, so. Uh, I hate to hear that too. Sixty-one. Sixty-one. Mm. So there, and, and then look, not a celebrity, some of you, but it was definitely a celebrity to Greg and I. Harold Roberts, absolutely, uh, passed local away. Local celebrity, local celebrity. There in Oxford. Greg was our. You know, we met Harold. T-ball. T-ball. He was our coach. Harold Roberts coached Greg and I in T-ball when we played <laughs> when we played for the Blue Caps. Yes. That means they gave you a blue T-shirt and a blue hat, and you, <laughs> and you played in jeans. You did. Yeah. And uh, and I remember some kids who had a little money. They had baseball. Players. They had baseball. <laughs> the rest of us had jeans. Rest of us had jeans. And Harold Roberts was one of the funniest human beings on yes. the planet. And he has Can been do a great Donald Duck. Yeah, he has been sick for a long, long time. Harold Roberts was that uncle that, even though he wasn't your uncle, all the kids adopted him oh, as he was an funny. uncle. Funny, yeah. He, and, he uh, was one of the, growing up. I mean, because they're really good friends. Our parents, we'd grill out, go oh, yeah. race together, yeah. and go yeah. to the river, just all kinds of stuff. A big part of our life growing up. Do you remember when you were the whole little, family? When you remember when you were a little kid and there were other adults that that weren't your family or whatever, but you when you saw them you got excited because that one adult seemed like he identified with y'all that were better than the yeah. other yeah. adults. Yeah. Like he'd cut up with you, and get out <laughs> yeah. there and whatever, and oh, give you a hard time. Oh yeah. And uh, another thing, a lot I remember, of rabbit hunting. Remember, he, yeah. we rabbit hunted together a lot. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I remember that time that for some reason he just took his shotgun and shot it straight up in there and knocked pieces of, of limbs out because we all hadn't seen much that day. We want to see somebody shoot. <laughs> and, and and for some reason, you know how certain things stick in your mind? I remember my dad taking Harold Roberts' stitches out when he had back surgery. Yeah, huh. yeah. I, I, I remember, I remember, dad, I remember dad saying, Harold, I'll take him out. He just lays down in the living room floor and dad takes him out. That's right. I remember that. So uh, with a pocket knife. Because, you know, every man had a pocket knife back in that Old timer. Yeah. So anyway, uh, and he's been sick for many, many yes. years uh, with Alzheimer's, and it's been a rough time. So there, there's a certain relief that his suffering is over and mm-hmm. for his family as well. But uh, Big what a, part of our growing up. Big part of our childhood and uh, and a good man. The whole family. So, uh, so we got that all taken care of. So there's everybody that went on in over the weekend. Wow. Uh, lo- uh, locally in our lives and, yeah. and celebrities to some yeah, degree. Absolutely. All right, we'll uh, we'll come back. Uh, we got a lot of weekend stuff to unpack, and we'll just decide what order we're going to do it all in. Bubba's back from a active weekend. Adler's family had a 
a big weekend. Uh, I've been on the road this weekend. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff to cover. So 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we'll jump in that and the stories of the day when the show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so I'm going to tell you one of the things that uh, that my wife is on me about, and, and I, I've responded to MD hearing. She said, let me tell you something. I'm looking at all the research out there when it comes to you know us getting older and, and our cognitive skills. Do you know one of the biggest insults you can have to start losing your cognitive skills is for your hearing to go? And uh, so let me tell you something. MD hearing is here right now. Uh, let, let me tell you, did, did you know that um, – the when you think about trying to save money now and everything costs more and you're like well yeah i need some help with my hearing but look at the price how about this md hearing has partnered with us and they have cut their price in half despite all this inflation craziness now md hearing just made their neo rechargeable digital hearing aids which are the ones like i have they're only $149.99 each when you buy a pair that's that's $300 for a pair of hearing aids plus they're rechargeable with a battery life that it, that lasts up to 30 hours. Uh, that's over 90% less than what the clinic hearing aids are going to be. I said that again, 90%. Uh, the, the new Neo model is MD hearing smallest hearing aid ever. It fits inside your ear. No one will really ever know that it's there. Now, if you're not familiar with them, MD hearing has sold over 1 million hearing aids and they offer a 45 day risk-free trial with 100% money back guarantee. So you can buy with confidence. MD hearing was founded by an ENT surgeon. He saw how many of his patients needed hearing aids, but what But what happens? We went through it with our parents. I mean, they can't afford them. So he made it his mission to develop a quality hearing aid that anyone could afford, and now it's happened, okay? Uh, at this point, you may be hearing – did I hear that right? Now I'm not trying to do a pun there. But the economy is crazy. Everything costs more, but not at MD Hearing. They've cut these hearing aids, the price, in half. Uh, and, and you have to ask, why is everybody else raising their prices? Well, since about 95% of the people who need a hearing aid only require a few settings, MD hearing simplified the need for certain components not needed by most people. Went, well, Greg, remember this? We went through this with Dad. He's like, why we got all these different settings? They don't really need that. Uh, that's just something else they can charge you more for. So they've cut out the price-hiking middleman to save you some money, too. So why don't you make your move now? If you want MD hearing, smallest hearing aid ever, MD hearing, mdhearing.com. Our promo code is Rick Bubba. Put our two names together. Don't put and there. And you'll get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each offer when you buy a pair. Plus, they're adding a free extra charging case. That's a $100 value just because you listen to Rick and Bubba. So go to mdhearing.com, use the promo code Rick Bubba, and get their new buy one, get one at $149.99 each when you buy a pair. Uh, all right, so um, Helmsy, we're talking about all the stuff from the weekend, and there—I mean, we got weekend stuff, and and I love that because that's usually the more fun stuff, anyway. Uh, and Helmsy, you will get us started <laughs> with something that you have to do. Yeah, I have to present Bubba with something this morning, and I—I I wasn't. Ex- mm. My weekend was jam packed. I—I was. Um, we had a match Friday night, and this is one of those things I wasn't expecting to come into my world, which made it even better. Oh, yeah. And I complete, and then, <laughs> listen, then we have this long match Friday night. We're exhausted because we get up at four o'clock only to get on the road uh, to go to Georgia Southern, Statesboro the next day, get back late last night. 
And the only reason I remembered it is I saw it in the back of my car this morning. Okay, yeah. And so I completely forgot about this until this morning. And so Friday night, we're getting ready to play Georgia State, and we play our home matches at the Hoover Met. And I hear from a distance, hey, Helmsy, I've got something from Bubba, for Bubba. For Bubba, yeah. And I thought, who is that? It was like 100 yards away. And they were over on that big soccer flag football field, whatever, yeah, that's yeah. right there close to it. And as they got closer, I realized who it was. It was your old buddy Pete, Pete Collins, who would do oh, the yeah, yeah. He, he he would do the uh he shot photography for and video for us and a lot of things oh, we've Pete. done. Oh, oh, Pete. Pete. Hey, and Pete. so and his dad was a legendary uh, still is legendary tennis instructor. He is. You talking about yeah. sneaky Pete. Yeah. <laughs> He uh, singing the song right now. He he's concerned about Bubba's rough patch, okay, yeah, right, and yeah. all the medical things and, so and those funny. type things that are going on. A bit of a rough patch. And so he wanted me to give you something. He he wants to introduce you to something that he's all into, oh, and he believes wait. this is this oh, will boy. this will help you get out and move around a little bit. Okay, and so right. I'm going to hand this over. Okay, all right. This is going to own Speedy and Greg. I'm anxious to see what's going to do that. Yeah. I'll just yeah. give it to you and let you unwrap it. Pass that over. Gosh, if he'd have had that for Flag Mountain. Yeah, all right. So, so this it. is a disc golf frisbee. Oh, oh no. Okay. Well, and he thinks disc golf's wearing. And he says that that he doesn't. Got your name on it. He doesn't think that Bubba's ready for ultimate frisbee at this point. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. this would be a good step in that direction. He thinks that he wants disc Bubba golf. to have this, and for us to start tossing it around in the studio a little bit. Okay. Get him familiar. Mm-hmm. He said it's one of the the easier ones to throw. And, I like the weight of that. that yeah. feels, it's and, got good weight for the size. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. And and so, uh, hey, thank you, Pete. I appreciate. And he gave that's him a one, hybrid catch. And he it? gave him one that'll also bring awareness to breast cancer research. He, he did. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yes, good. he did. That's good. It's a pink one. And, and so, <laughs> you know what I like on this? Pete has his name stamped in the back with his phone numbers. It says, "Please return." I guess it's like lost golf balls. Oh, probably. Right. Yeah. probably. <laughs> I gave you a personal so, one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So he wants you to toss that around a little bit. Get yeah. to moving around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not sure if we'll ever get to mm-hmm. ultimate frisbee with those guys but mm-hmm. uh he won't he thinks disc golf would be a really yep. good where do you uh, play that place. Uh, they have courses there's actually yeah. one on in inverness because the reason why uh-huh. i know that is close that, by is I've seen several, yeah. that some of my sons went and they played disc golf and it's right it's not even far that far yeah. from here right now yeah you know yeah. wasn't mark phillips playing that for a while him i think the, i remember, seems like, he was. I do remember yeah. him talking seems about like he was yeah yep. mm-hmm. so well, thank that, you pete that, i that, appreciate that might that. be a step, step in the right direction yeah. right there i think you gonna go. get a lot of use that's sucker. i, I thought <laughs> I'm sure i was gonna get some uab swag mm-hmm. yeah that's <laughs> yeah, a big coaster will, is what I will, that is. I, will, I will tell yeah. pete about this yeah. now i actually there if you spill your drink and catch i don't think that's what pete wanted you to do with it look you spill over it's right in there it's actually i actually when i first saw it i thought good pete's giving bubba a plate <laughs> <laughs> it's Rick and it's proportion size, right. and that will right, be used. Right. <laughs> right. Yes, it will. <laughs> right. Well, if you want to lose weight, you, you just put food in the yeah, little right. circle. Are, are you and Greg can put your peanut holes in it? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of things. Yeah. We Sorry, can do Pete. With that. Yeah. So, Pete, Pete thank, thank you, man. thank you, Pete. I can tell yeah. you what that won't see. And that's action. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Pete. Hey, great thought. Right. Right. 
so sincere, big right. heart, right. Yeah. Yeah. loves Bubba. Uh-huh. Oh, he does. Wants love him Bubba. to get you know, through I, this rough patch. I, I can throw a frisbee, but I probably need some, you know, instruction yeah. how to do it correctly. You know, yeah. get rid of the yeah. bad habits and you know follow through. Yeah. yeah, all that. You know, the little angles. And yeah. Stuff. First thing Bubba asked me said, "Now they have carts at disc golf." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cart so. path only. <laughs> cart path only. That's part of you getting out and doing better, Bubba. Yeah. You walk. You walk to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a little walking in yesterday. Yeah, I heard. I heard that went real well. <laughs> not, not. Thing here. Yeah. So it's, it's a little further than I thought it was coming. <laughs> It's bad when you do that. You got to walk back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crap, there's a long way out here. Now I got to go back. The most of the pain's gone. Yeah. Well, what's what's funny, Greg? Is I got out last night. You're not going to believe who's who's playing pickleball because you know he's one of these kind of people that retirement just does not sit with him at all. Mm-hmm. And that's one, Greg Haystack Stewart. Oh yeah. yeah. I've never seen anybody that that gets bored so fast. Oh, and he's mad and, about and, it, and it's driven him crazy. So he said, "Jake, I had to take up. I had to take up uh, 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 something. I mean, I'm playing pickleball, and everybody hates me." I said, Bill, he goes, yeah, I've been thrown out of tournaments for, oh, being, too, can you for, imagine? for being too aggressive. Oh, I bet. And, and, and he said, though. Oh, I, I bet he's good at it. Though. Oh, you know, that's what he said. He said, he said, and of course, and those of us that actually really played ball were dominating. He, yeah, he said, he uh, said, because really the people you're playing against, you know, this is probably their first step into anything. I, think. I can't yeah. imagine you know, a defensive I, coordinator. Oh, I bet he's really good. Doc, Greg, he said he was thrown ball. out of a tournament in Panama City. That is excellent. Because, <laughs> because they said he was too loud and too aggressive. Oh, my goodness. And they tried to find him another group to play with. <laughs> this group is not <laughs> aggressive enough. <laughs> we can't you, handle him. You might be better suited over there. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe there's a convict league. Yeah, he said. So they tried to put me in the younger league because I was dominating my age group. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with two artificial knees, <laughs> I go nuts. Have I you? Bet, uh, I bet he's diving. Oh yeah. Have Have any of y'all played pickleball at yeah. all? Uh, yeah, if you played it lately, a couple times. Not lately, but. Um, how, how do you how do you compare it with tennis in your mind now? And I know the last time we played, you had to load me in the jeep. So I've got I, the same, and I almost called nine one one. I was hurting so bad. Yeah, Bubba, you never really got a chance to make an evaluation <laughs> of whether you liked it or not. <laughs> I'm not a big fan right now. I'll just leave it at that. You can't on. be a tennis coach and like pickleball. No, I think. Huh? I'm just going to hush. There's a lot of pickleball players out there. I don't want to make mad. It's so early. You know, my main thing is, Rick, you can't flick the ball up like a can with a tennis racket. You got to bend over. I know. I don't want to do that. No. (laughs) Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So, Bubba, we have a lot to cover uh, on the program today, and uh, we are want to – most of you on the show over the years, certainly you've come to know uh, Congressman Gary Palmer – uh, he's a representative uh, of the 6th Congressional District out of Sweet Home, Alabama. And Gary is on his way back to D.C., and he joins us on the Rick and Bubba Show. Gary, welcome back. Thanks for having me on, Rick. So Bubba. how are you doing? I'm good. Um, we just got a lot going on. and uh, Yeah. Uh, we're at a critical point in our country's history. I was just looking. I, I know this Sounds so nerdy, but I was looking at the Congressional Budget Office report this morning projecting that that in 10 years we will have spent $10.9 trillion just on interest on our debt. Mm. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? That sounds good. That's good for the future. Well, um, it's not good for our future. It's no, not it's good not. for our kids' future. No, it's not. But, I, I mean, do you think anybody— <laughs> Gary, let me ask, since you mentioned that, who, who do we owe that to exactly? We owe part of most of it to ourselves. Um, it's internal debt, uh, and um, and part of it is to uh, to foreign debt holders. 
but most but of that's it, a small part of it, isn't it? Because I, I hear yeah. people say all the time, "Hey, if we owe China, tell them to you know, tell them to to good luck getting that." But I mean, I think they're they're probably maybe twenty percent right foreign debt, isn't it? Mostly our our trust funds that we we owe that money to Social Security and those people. Well, and and Treasury bills, yeah. uh, where people have bought Treasury bills and and investment uh, right. devices like that, yeah. So is, is that still a good investment? <laughs> I hate I'm to here, ask that, I'm but here to give listen, there's investment. a lot of people holding the steering wheel right now yeah, that yeah. was just thinking that. Well, yeah. what what I think, though, and, and you're bringing it up, I, I mean, I hate to say this. I don't want to be Debbie Downer, but— Well, don't, Rick. Well, but but no, I, I think it's a—I believe that we tell people that, and, and everybody hears these numbers, and they're so—you cannot wrap your mind around them. And then people try to wrap their mind around them, and then they say, "Well, I don't know how we're ever going to resolve that." And then, you, then when when the, anyone proposes, "Here's play, ways we could resolve it," everybody kind of has that attitude that uh, comedian George Carlin talked about one time. Everybody agrees we need more, more prisons; they just don't want anywhere near them. And right. and it's like so when you start coming in and saying we need to buckle down, everybody goes, "Yeah, but what about you? Don't take my program." Uh, don't cut me back. Don't do that. Don't, no one's willing to do sacrificially what it would take to resolve that, and it doesn't seem that that's really the case on either side of the aisle. Well, it is on our side. Uh, if, well, maybe I mean Americans. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> uh, and you're right because they're, when when people come to see and they want they'll talk to you about how bad things are, but then they want a, an increase in their program. Right. And I tell them, look, we're at a point uh, in our fiscal situation where uh, I'm not going to be advocating for any increased funding. And where we need to spend money, we're not spending money. We're not spending it on real infrastructure. They're spending it on woke uh, stuff. And the thing that, that that has gotten us here is this massive amount of spending that's taken place in the last three years. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Biden just will not let up. He wants to forgive uh, college student loans, which, which is spending, which is spending, and right. people don't understand that it it's is. additional spending. You got to print that money to cover it somewhere, and that makes all of our savings less valuable. Well, what's what's really driven us uh, into this situation is the spending, his energy policy, which uh, is the most inflationary thing in the entire economy. Everything you come in contact with has an energy cost, and then he imposed. Over two hundred billion dollars in additional regulatory cost in his first year in office. I mean, in one year, that's three times what Obama did, and he's on pace to to hit five hundred billion dollars. And it just all that piles up on you, and it's it's going to we're going to pay a price for it if we don't get our get our act together, Congressman. I, and again, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I, I'm just echoing what people are asking me. When I'm out and about, and what I get email about, is President Biden in charge? Does he? Does he? Obviously, you watch him. He's struggling with age and and what goes with that. Uh, but is he? Is he really in charge? Does he know he spent more time at his home back in Delaware than anybody historically has spent out of the White House? I mean, it's rare when he's in the White House. I think he thinks he's in charge. Uh, and I think a lot of the policy that you're seeing out of the Biden administration reflects who he really is. But I don't think he's making these big decisions. And and one of the ways you know that is they're constantly having to correct things that he says. Oh, yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Come by, I mean, we've come so far since uh, Dan Quayle misspelled potato. Oh. You know, th- th- it's every day. There's two or three gaffes. And we've got some more from this weekend. We do. I, I wanted to ask you about a couple of things because I got them in email. I know we don't have long with you today. Um, Biden finalizing move to phase out greenhouse gas used in refrigeration. Um, has We've already changed the refrigerant and everything to to protect the ozone which was a major deal, and we're just now getting cooling units at work again good with the new. Is he changing that again? I don't know. You asked me that right before we went on the air, and he's issued so many executive orders. When I talked about right. the $200 billion in, in uh, additional regulatory costs, those were executive orders. They didn't go through Congress. Right. And we're digging into all of this right now. Uh, I think we have recourse through the Congressional Review Act to uh, roll a lot of this stuff back because it ha- any major regulation has to be submitted to Congress for our review, and we can either accept it or reject it. You can't right. amend it, but but we can reject them. And and a major rule is considered anything over a hundred million dollars. And these are, we're not getting this. Uh, they submit them to the Government Accountability Office. But uh, I'm looking at, at, at amending the Congressional Review Act to say that it is not submitted until it's submitted to the chairman of the Committee of Jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. Because when, when they're putting them out, hundreds of these, uh, and they go to the, uh, to the GAO, we're not seeing them. You're right. Well, the gas stove thing's got a lot of headlines. Yeah, it has. Know, when that yeah it's, out, it's got so. a lot of them. So um, um, what about the fact that you went to Congress, we've, we've heard your story before, and um, ha- have you made your decision about, because I know that, you know, all the intentions are to go and serve a time and then leave. Has it been surprising to you how long it takes to actually get some sort of influence and the state of the country worse than you had imagined? It has. Um you know, I said I'd only serve five terms, and um, I'm now in my fifth term. And my wife and I've been praying about it. And I've, I've been, I've had a ton of people come to me and ask me not to leave. And um, uh, I really didn't, I, I really didn't have peace about it until uh, this past Wednesday. Uh, I had led our Bible study Wednesday morning and. And it's funny, you gave me this devotion about, you know, embracing the death of self and the power of God. And so many times when people make decisions, they're they're making decisions about how it impacts them. Right. And I um, remember something Rich Wingo uh, shared with me, Acts 20, 24, where Paul says, I count my life as worth nothing to me, but my only mission is to achieve the the objective of Christ. My only objective is to achieve the mission of Christ Jesus to proclaim the gospel. And that hit me, and then I talked with uh, Kathy McMorris-Rogers, who chairs the Energy and Commerce Committee, and she just prayed that God would give me clarity and, and peace about it. And uh, I flew home that afternoon and uh, got a, an email from Tom Bradford. You know Tom. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'd, I hadn't talked to Tom. I hadn't talked to him in months. And he, he just laid out why he thought I should run again, and I just felt a tremendous peace like uh, the weight of the world is lifted off my shoulders, so I'm going to seek re-election. It'll be up to the voters of the 6th District to evaluate uh, the job I've done and 
and the potential for me being able to get some things done that I haven't been able to get done so far. Now, do I have this right for the state of Alabama? And it, and it took a long time, as you said, these things don't happen quick, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that you now are the, are the highest ranking representative that we've that we've had in, in Alabama as far as sending mm-hmm. reps to, to Washington? As a Republican, I'm yeah, the right. highest ranking Republican member of Congress in the history of Alabama, uh, which, you know, that's a pretty low bar, bar we've only right. had Republicans <laughs> right. about 30 years. Well, none of us want Democrats to <laughs> yeah. be influential, but, but as far as, uh, yeah, and but, but, you know, everybody that I've ever talked to that has done what you've done, that I have any kind of friendship mm-hmm. with, they've all come back with the same thing. Wow, this take, it takes a long time to get in an influential position, and B is, it's so much worse than I thought it was. Well, I've been there a little over eight years, uh, four of those in the minority, and two of those when Obama was president. I've only had two years where we had the White House, the Senate, and the House, and it, and and I mentioned the Con- uh, Conservative Review Act. I chaired a subcommittee and, and worked directly with the Trump administration on rolling back uh, regulations in the first 14 bills we passed in that Congress were all uh, Congressional Review Act bills that roll back uh, egregious regulations. That's really what jump started the economy. Uh, we passed a health care bill out of the Senate, and I was able to get an amendment on it to cover people with pre existing conditions, which was huge. Yeah. And uh, of course, McCain killed that, but then we passed the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. We got all that done in just two years. Then we went into the into exile, as I say, for four years. Right, and it's been brutal yeah. under uh, Pelosi. But I, I really think with the House, we we're going to play defense. But I think we can get some things done, Rick, because there are eight seats in the Senate that that they think will flip, and all eight of them, seven of them are Democrats, and the other one's Kirsten Sinema, who's an independent. So I think there's going to be some senators who are willing to work with us on some things, and then we've got to get the White House back in twenty four. No doubt. No doubt about that. So you are going to run again. You, yes, you, and you got a piece about it. Yeah, and I wanted to come on uh, your show because uh, uh, I think you told me I'm the first person you ever endorsed. Correct. And and the last. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> I hope it's not because I. No, I, no, 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 yeah, uh, no, no. I, that's just how serious I take it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just and it's I. I call. I, I wanted to come on here and, and do it on your show because yeah. I think you guys have incredible integrity, and you put your name on the line with me, and I I wanted to say it to your face. Well, thank you. You've you've done a great job, and and uh, I know that it's uh, it was not an easy decision. Uh, you know, none of us saw the worldwide pandemic coming. There's been a lot of <laughs> factors that we could have never seen, and uh, so I'm glad you're going to run again. Well, thank you, Rick. Yeah, and and thank you for the job you've already done. Gary Palmer, I know you got to go catch a plane. I'm coming to see you in two weeks. Yep, yep. I look forward to it. Take care of Bubba. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So, Greg, uh, we sang you an anniversary. You, you, yes. You had to take your wife to the doctor on Friday. Hey, y'all had to go through that. And that storm missed. was what got rough. On yeah, the way I, you had a little storm. A little, little, hey, let me tell you, that wind was blowing. I was yeah. trying to outrun it. I think I had it beat. Yeah, but I finally pulled over and went yeah. went into Starbucks there at Bell City and let it blow through. But it was a lot of racket, but it didn't last very long. But, boy, but it, it got could, on through. Yeah, but even when it, a lot it, of damage. even when it wasn't storming, the the, the, the winds the like wind. I, I I had to get past some eighteen wheelers to get to the airport, 
And I, I mean, I watched them struggling. I mean, it was hitting those eighteen wheelers and 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 moving well, them. And we were at the leaving the doctors just as it was, and it's we're downtown Birmingham, and it yeah. was coming to the metro area. So yeah, I said I think we can beat it. Yeah, of course. So I did. take off. You did, of course. And Lisa <laughs> thinks she has a good idea. She's like, should we pull over and let it blow through? And I said, I think I'm good. And then she went by. <laughs> this is bad. She loves, you know, because, you know, like that booth that they have at the place in Gaston. Oh, yeah. One of them over here called uh, Irondale Pickers or something. Oh, I know where that is. Yeah, okay. I'm familiar with that. She wanted to pull in there, and I was like, I think I'll take my chances with the storm. <laughs> oh, wow. But, but anyway, I told her, no, I think I can beat it. But I, so I knew if I got in there, even when the storm blew over, oh, I'd yeah. never get out. Yeah. So passed on that, and then uh, got about Pell City. was still doing pretty good. I think I had but, you know, it was kind of the way it was going. I was yeah. headed towards Jacksonville, and it might have got yeah. there about the time I did. Yeah, it seemed like the further north you were going, the worse, the worse. it was. Yeah. So we just, we just pulled over and got some coffee at uh, Starbucks and let it blow over. And it, it never really got that bad in uh, mm-hmm. Pell City. The wind blew. Yeah. But. I wish I could have seen Greg sitting in Starbucks. Thank I you. Sipping coffee. coffee. First That's thing probably the first time I've ever been inside one. Yeah. I've been through I, a lot of the drive through I think when people saw Greg, they thought they weren't in Starbucks. It was <laughs> yeah, probably, I, I walked in the wrong yeah, place. Yeah. Lisa yeah. loves Starbucks. Greg's <laughs> <laughs> right. anniversary. Right. I mean, this Starbucks and modest pizza. Right. Somebody looked around and said, am I in bullet coffee? <laughs> uh, but, but, but anyway. Circle K. But we sang, but we sang uh, happy anniversary to you and Lisa. Yeah. 34 years. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you romantic devil. Man, that's a long time, man. Did y'all have a little Romantic time, eat a little modest pizza. A little modest pizza. We yeah. always do that for some reason. I called that, it's by good. the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, we did, I, did, you, did you see when the – Got to uh, see all the grandkids this weekend. Did you see when the band came to town for the, the conference in Oxford and they, they – they, they brought them some modest – They brought them modest pizza. They didn't know what to do. That's right. They were like, what in the world is this? This is different. <laughs> yeah, so so you, you and little Lisa, did you look into her eyes and gaze and talk about how much you love her? And how yeah, much while, all while eating pizza. <laughs> all while eating pizza. Oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, there we go again. Oh, boy. Look at that look guy. Look at that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, there look at there, there's, there's, a, there's, a there's America's favorite couple. There he is. Huh? <laughs> look at that. So, so, so. <laughs> that but we, we had <laughs> America's couple. I love Once that. we survived the storm, it was fine. And like I said, we spent time with Paige Saturday, and then we, we went to Taylor and Kelsey's yesterday, mm-hmm. seen Marin and um, Ellis, mm-hmm. and we had fun. Did Ellis dress up as anything? He had Mario's hat on, but okay. not, not the clothes. And then okay. he was out. Uh, That'd be Mario. Hitting, yeah, Mario, yeah. Mario. Yeah. He, he corrects me every time I do it. Yeah, so you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Y- y'all see him hitting off the tee with it on. So okay, good. <laughs> you're wearing that, that's good. Anybody? That bro- is a good help. Anybody yeah. broken pistol pace? He's got a sibling coming. Uh, no, and it's coming quick. By two <laughs> weeks, he's not going to do well with that, is he? It's going to be an adjustment. He's right? not big on sharing his mama. No, he's not. He's okay. not. But uh, that hey, that's about two weeks. Right. So it's countdown. That'll be number four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's the most easygoing toddler I've ever seen, Marin. Oh, yeah. She yeah. was the same way yesterday, just chilled. Yeah. I let her – she slipped down on the slide. Greg, you're better than I thought than she that. could do the whole thing. You, were you in charge? You didn't know she didn't know how to do it? I didn't. I had head on Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just Kelsey, I said, can she do that? She goes, yeah, I thought she meant, but they, then as she crashed, they go, no, you got to catch her at the bottom. <laughs> so that messed up a little bit. <laughs> well, happy anniversary. Y'all have a good weekend, though. You we did. It? Yeah, yeah it we did. She feeling a little better? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, we're good. And Mr. Buddy's healing up. His buddy's healing up, still causing problems. Yep, <laughs> biting tires. He bit tires on the delivery person yesterday. <laughs> FedEx guy wouldn't get out of the truck. Oh, really? Yeah. He's gimped up, but he's still holding the fort down. <laughs> All right, top of the hour. We come back, we'll look into Adler's weekend, oh, and we'll ask the question, do drummers cry? <laughs> we'll talk about that when we come back. If you leave us, have a good day. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
Eddie Van Adler is in the spotlight uh, this uh, this weekend. Uh, very emotional. Uh, his uh, his dad and 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 mother have been. Oh gosh, what was the numbers again, Adler? I, I they have been uh, leading worship uh, at a church somewhere for how many years? For over forty years. For over forty wow, yeah. years, uh, they Ooh. are both incredibly talented. They're regulars here on the program. They're dear friends. Uh, and um, and it was uh, Michael Adler, and I get, and that that, that includes uh, wife Linda as well, uh, in the role that she plays as the first lady of worship. Uh, they uh, they will uh, they retired uh, this past Sunday, and Adler, tell us uh, about that special service. And and I, Sherry and I wanted to be there, but we had uh, commitments over at at the church where we are serving right now, and could not get there, and we we hated that. But there was a side of me. You know, since I don't like to cry in public, maybe it was good that I missed it. Right. <laughs> but yes. uh, but so it was. Uh, tell us what it was like. So it was great. So my dad retired from Shades Mountain Baptist Church after 22 years of being the music minister there, worship leader, and uh, it was just it was really cool. Uh, my dad brought back several of the guys that worked under him that have then gone on to become head worship pastors at churches all across the country. Yeah. So we brought back uh, Logan Creasy, Chuck Hooten, Bobby Smith, oh my. Uh, Paxton, and uh, my brother Jake, who's now a worship leader in Des Moines, Iowa. He came into town with his wife, who sings with him at their church in Des Moines. Uh, my brother Brady is at Southern Seminary, so he came. Uh, he came into town for this as well. And so, guys, um, the the entire morning was amazing. We kind of let each worship pastor take a song. Okay. And, like, this is your song, and if you want to say something beforehand, you can go for it, whatever, And then, but kind of lead that song. And my dad was kind of, like, pointing to the next generation of worship leaders by doing oh, that. Man. So he almost kind of took, like, a back seat on his last Sunday. Uh, and then <clears throat> he led... Uh, the very last song. Oh, let me talk about uh, Saturday. So because of all these people coming into town, we had a Saturday night practice, which is not what we normally do. Right. But uh, so Saturday, I'm like, you know, it's it's Saturday. I could uh, I could probably bring a, a two year old with me and what let, are you thinking? And let, let a two year old just run around the church like what I used to do. Oh, it's my dad's last oh, time to lead a practice at his church. I'm gonna have my little kid causing problems in the pews of sure. the empty pews of the church, like you did, at like one time. I did growing up my whole life. Mm-hmm. By the way, that but you might want to ask your dad was that a pleasant experience? It, it was. It wasn't. <laughs> Let me tell you, as the parent who yeah, you're concerned, and I'm trapped behind the drum set while we're practicing, it's very concerning. You're like, oh wow, they're real high up right now, I, or what? Or I, or I haven't seen them in t- ten minutes. Where they are they? Yeah, <laughs> that kind of. thing. And it's a huge room, big church. It's a yes. huge room. Yeah. They're crawling from the back to the front. Really yeah, cool room under too. the pews. Yeah, yeah. If you think I didn't do. That as a kid, oh, yeah. you're wrong. Right, yeah. Sure. I mean, you have to make the whole trip back <laughs> you just pop to front. up. Yeah, <laughs> you pop up from time to time. It's great. And so I brought Ruby on on a Saturday night to church. She oh. had them. I just brought her in her jammies. She was just wearing jammies. <laughs> right Why around. not? It was great. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to my mom for helping babysit. Thank so a you. Lot of the time. Thank yeah. you. Because um, my my family was kind of sitting out until the last song at the very end. Oh no. Oh, I, I, okay. I do want to say this. This is why I brought up the whole Saturday night thing. That, that that was probably the most emotional point at for me during the weekend. They circle everybody up to pray after we no, practice, and there's all this like my whole family's on stage, and there's all these people that have been touched by my dad's uh, service at Shades Mountain, 
and we're praying and, and they're they're tossing it around. They're doing a toss around prayer when just like and yeah. not it, the popcorn. The popcorn. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes. popcorn can go on and on. It, it and it did. And but luckily, <laughs> I bet Chuck Hooten just his prayer alone. <laughs> luckily, I was laughing for the first half of that. Otherwise, I would I would have been very emotional yeah. because we all circle up. I'm right here. My mom is right next to me, and my brother Brady is on the other side. And I see a hand show up on my mom's shoulder, and I think it's Brady's hand. <laughs> and so I just like put my hand on there. I'm just like, wow. And we're praying for like a split second. This is right at the beginning. I'm like, wow, Brady's hand's real cold Mm-mm. and kind of feminine feeling, you know? <laughs> His hand Brady, was that small. What's, what's going on? <laughs> Come on, wow. man. I look over, and it's Abby Brunson's hand. Oh, uh, no. You're Awkward. Who is now in a position under, you know, she was, she's been, uh, my, my dad's kind of like one, one of the helper yeah. worship leaders there at the church. I, I should know the name of that. Yeah, obviously yeah, don't. You, really, <laughs> you were really looking for that title right but there. All the other people, all the, you know, yeah. all the other people I mentioned, she is now in that position. So, wow, anyways, explains I, the fingernails. I look touching. over, yes, yeah. and the cold feminine hand, right? Because it was, it was not my brother's. So I, I look over and I just laugh and I pull my hand off. And I was like, sorry about that. Yeah. Luckily, I was laughing for the, first half of the prayer because it was so emotional people were just like thank you god for this unbelievable example and uh and i got i I, i'm not a good popcorn guy and i did want to it's not your best i did want to pray greg not his best and so i go dear got cut off chuck hooten i think cut me off Uh oh first time you better better rest and then i I waited for chuck to finish and then i go dear and then i got cut off again I kept trying to jump in. I couldn't get in. You and Eddie Blake's Oh, And no. I finally got in. Of all people. I finally got in, and I was Popcorn. like, thank you, God, for this unbelievable example my parents have been as far as being pastors and parents and just followers of Christ. Amen. Thank you so much, God, for that. And thank you for the opportunity to do this with my family. Not everybody mm. gets to do this. That's so cool. Mm. Not everybody gets to do this. And <laughs> it's been it's just been such a privilege to do that with my parents, with my family. Growing up oh, my whole yeah. life, I played bass behind my dad in fourth grade yeah. on the stage. You know, <laughs> so like this has been a long thing in my life. And uh the very end and I didn't cry, by the way. Because uh, drummers don't. Drummers don't cry. <laughs> yeah. I'm not guaranteeing. I'm not guaranteeing anything right now. Yeah. But in the service in front of 2,000 people, I did not cry. So okay. that was That's big. Good. That is big. Um, we ended the service with this song, and we have my whole family on the stage. Can I ask one question before? Because oh, I, yes. I was going to say that I may cry. They do more than one service. So Correct. you had to go through this twice? Right. But oh, this yes. is the one where you know it is the final song because it's the final service. Yes. yes. And let me get this straight. In this final moment of your dad's incredible ministry, okay, and, and he is one of the best. I've told him that a thousand times. I love him. I love his heart, and he's going to get a well-done, good and faithful servant. And, of course, he's got so much energy. There's a lot more that he's going to continue to do. Absolutely. But for this era to end with all of you on the stage together, your brothers, your mother, and and your dad all doing this final song as him as a worship mm-hmm. pastor – I just want to be sure I got that right. And that's what song. happened. Yes, that's the name. And thing. here yeah. we and go. Oh, no. And um, and also I want to mention my brother's Chills. kids. So his grandkids. Oh, my dad's grandkids are on the stage as well. And Maybe drummers is, uh, do cry. And it was uh, it was rough. So uh, you're gonna hear. I've already got chills, and oh. I, nothing's even happened. And here's my brother Brady kicking it off. Go Brady. And a thousand generations in your family. Children and their children. That's my brother's wife. Oh, we got oh, the best thing. Oh. 
Son's got great hair. I know. It's a fantastic oh, hair. Thanks, Adler. Hey, so well done, that, guys. Yeah, it's great. Uh, That's uh, great. Well done. Um, mm. What a legacy. For the final prayer, we may we may want to watch just watch the. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. just come back. The final yeah. prayer because a two-year-old don't came on stage don't. with me. No. You ever have a two-year-old on stage with you? Yeah, it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's nerve-wracking. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Uh, but finishing up uh, Adler with a very emotional uh, time for his family, but a celebration because it's uh, it's um, uh, it's been an incredible uh, forty plus years of uh, being. Uh, and you know, your dad did this. Now your brother's doing this, and then they all came back together, and they were all together for the final day for uh, Michael Adler to retire as the worship leader at Shades Mountain Baptist Church, where Sherry and I went for over 20 years and developed a friendship with them, and they've been on the show many times, and he's been a worship pastor somewhere for over 40 years, uh, and his retirement was this past Sunday, and we just heard them do the very last song. Yes, and it was— And uh, all the Adlers were present. Yes. Mm. And um, just to—because, you know, you mentioned, Rick, you went to Shades for a long time. Yeah, 20, um, 21 years, I think. Yes, yes. You guys left Shades on good terms, just to clarify some oh, things I'm seeing in the comments on the on the YouTube channel. Anyway. <laughs> Look, yeah. the, what? I find the YouTube <laughs> channel comments, no matter what we do, to be the strangest people. Yeah. And, 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 and they also <laughs> seem to be the grotesque. Tesly, most uninformed. Well, I mean, yeah, they're, yeah. they're not ready to shoot, ready aim, and fire one out there. Can I tell all of you something, commenting people? If you have a serious question, contact the person on the show directly first, and then get our information, and then decide is the comment now necessary. Because mm-hmm. we might have cleared it up for you. We may have given you exactly the information you needed. That's right. But no, there was nothing. Uh, it, 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 you know, it, some of you that may or may not 
have been through this in your life. Our kids all had grown up in that church. They had all gone out on their own. It's 20 minutes to 25 minutes from our home. Sherry and I had never gone to church in our own community. Uh, and I did some interim uh, uh, preaching at the church Valleydale while the Mac Brunson, who's now the pastor, was coming in. Uh, felt that God was calling us there, thought that's all he had called me to do. And then when it was over, Sherry and I couldn't get a piece that he was releasing us from that congregation, and God uh, called us to go there and serve. And uh, and it, and it's that's what we're doing at this stage of our life. Uh, Danny Wood, we had dinner with him and his wife. He was getting ready to retire, told us that he was going to retire. We didn't know that, and we talked to him. Uh, he still comes to the Wednesday Bible Study, who was our pastor. He then retired. He and I are still friends. Uh, Michael and Linda, obviously, are dear friends of ours. Nothing happened at Shades Mountain that we went, well, I'll tell you what, we're out of here. Mm. And we did do something that I would suggest for everybody. We actually met with the pastor and told him why we felt called to go to another church as opposed to just leaving. Uh, so um, so there was nothing about that. We, we, this is Look, we, this is where Brody met his future wife. We were over there doing an engagement celebration at Shades Mountain because that's where they met. And so we have a great history and legacy there, too. And, and the Adlers are, are dear to us, as are all the people at Shades Mountain. Mm-hmm. Except and, maybe a few. And with Danny's retirement, it was just perfect timing for you guys. Yeah. And that helps me segue. It was the end of an era. Yeah. And that helps me segue into the reason my dad was retiring as well. Yeah. Uh, George Wright is the new pastor at Shays Mountain Baptist Church. And the exact same situation with my dad. It's not like, a, that's, a, that's it, I'm out of here. My, God, my, my dad felt led to retire before Danny even announced his retirement. Correct. And my dad stayed on for an extra 18 months to help the church transition into this Correct. New, new era of the church. Just yeah. so... Everybody's yeah. clear yeah. On, on that. Yeah, as well. God forbid people just ask what happened yeah. to the people yeah. who are actually doing sure. it. Sure. <laughs> so, the, so the church split rumors are all false. Right? <laughs> yeah, is that that's what you're saying. <laughs> now, is it true the Adlers and the Burgesses are char- starting their own church? Yes, that's true. <laughs> it is. It's pretty big already, in fact. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you, what is your dad going to do now? So he is. Um, he's had two full-time jobs for eight years now. Yeah. Um, he <clears> and <throat> he and his wife, my my mom, yeah, yeah that's right. Very complicated. Yeah, uh, they run the barn at Shady Lane. It's a it's a wedding venue here in town, and uh, so my dad has for eight years torn down chairs and placed chairs at midnight, twelve thirty, gone to bed oh, yeah. on a Saturday night, and woken up at. Uh, you know, 5 a.m. to do church on Sunday. So it's been a it's been a long haul for him over this last. So he's going to go to having just one full time job mm-hmm. right now, and he's he's really trying to figure out where God is calling him to use his gifts. He's not going to stop leading worship. He's just going to be. He's not no longer a full time worship pastor. Right. He's, right. That's, that's the Let whole. me tell you, the barn at Shady Lane is a full time job. It's, baby. It is. <laughs> it's a. It's unbelievable how hard my parents work. Yeah. Like I hope I work. Half as hard. When Rick, I'm there. I got there, there one you. word for you. Truth 2024. That's right. That's ah. it. Truth reunion. Reunion tour. <laughs> so to wrap up. Truth here. and Mr. Lucky reunion tour. Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> double headliner. It would have to be a double yeah. headliner yeah. tour. Yeah. So uh, to wrap this up real quick, um, to end the service, they brought my whole family onto the stage. I get out of the drum cage and get on, on the stage. And also Aaron brings... Uh, Ruby on stage as well, my Ooh. my two year old kid. Mm. And if you have ever tried to get a two year old kid to sit through a prayer, it's hard. Look, and then when there's two thousand people watching, and George had such a sweet prayer, I'm sorry I couldn't listen to any of it because Ruby's already done. 
We haven't even started. She's already done. We haven't even started praying. Look, she's scowling, mad, not sure what's going on, and she doesn't want me to hold her. Look how long I was able to hold her. That's what maybe twenty seconds. She's already wants down. She already wants down. Oh, she wants down. Oh, she really wants down. She's down. So I put her down, and then I tried to hold on to her, and she's like, "Let go of me. Don't touch me. I don't even like you." You know. I'm like, sweetheart, you're really hurting my feelings in front of two thousand people right now. Angel, angel, baby. You're hurting my feelings in front of two thousand. Focus at the stage right now. Just wait till 13. I'm trying to hold her hand. She's like, no, I don't want to touch your hand. Leave me alone. I didn't like you. And y'all, my my palms are sweating so much. Scowling, mad, (laughs) mad, mad, mad. And then at the very end here, uh, our cousin Lily saves the day by holding her hand to end the prayer. Otherwise, she was gone. In in 20 more seconds, Ruby was gone, screaming, running away. Look, look, Aaron is even like, Lord, please Please, bless this child, my hand. On her head, please, 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 please stop her from moving. So angry. Could nope. you? Could Nobody you, touch me. Could you even tell me what he prayed? No idea. I'm sure it was great. <laughs> I'm sure it was great when my hands were too sweaty to listen to anything. Yeah. But phone calls are next. All ten lines are available. We'll start uh, some of the Biden stuff from the weekend. There we go. Here we go. Hey! Basement Joe. So this is um, an old running bit that, uh, let's face it, it, it it's, uh, boy, it, it has gotten a little stale. And this is when white, uh, far-left liberals run to Selma, Alabama and pretend that they're champions of the civil rights movement and somehow that there's been no progress for people of color uh, that uh, you're going to, I mean, you're going to hear some of this. You're going to think that people of color can't even vote. Uh, I mean, it, it is the most drama, uh, insincere, patronizing, embarrassing. Uh, so, um, so, but they continue to do it. And uh, so, uh, and, 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 you know, until somebody says, uh, can, can we stop this? I'm sure it will continue. Uh, once again, um, Biden's going to say some things that, uh, <coughs> Almost seem like that uh, we're it's not 2023, um, and then you're going to hear some things that he'll claim he was part of, which people who once again have investigated can find no evidence that that ever happened. Well, he does that all the time. He does that all mm-hmm. the time. But but anyway, here we go. Uh, we'll start with one A. Uh, he is uh, in Selma, Alabama. Uh, this is uh, a white liberal's dream to stand there and pretend that they have been a champion for civil rights. Here we go. As I come here in commemoration. Not for show. Yeah, right. Selma is a reckoning. The right to vote, the right to vote, to have your vote counted, is the threshold of democracy and liberty. With it, anything's possible. Without it, without that right, nothing is possible. And this fundamental right remains under assault. We must remain vigilant. In January, I signed the Electoral Count Reform Act to protect the will of the people and the people transfer the, and the peaceful transfer of power. No, oh my. But we know that we must get the votes in Congress <coughs> to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act <laughs> right. and the Freedom to Vote Act. I made it clear I will not let a filibuster obstruct the sacred right to vote, the right of any other right to vote from there. 
What, what did he just say? What, what did he just say? Well, that's why. You follow the world that you all have, the words of Dr. King. Oh, here we go. You yeah. He said, give us the ballot. We will place judges on the bench who will do justly. Led by Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson. Oh, boy. That's and funny. more black women appointed to the federal appellate court than every other president in history has done. We're about to do that. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Can we hear we Can you hear him about the filibuster again? Because uh, I'm not sure quite how, what he said at the end. Uh, I, I will he, not let a filibuster obstruct the sacred right to vote, the right of any other right to vote from there. What, what, I will not let right, a filibuster obstruct something. the sacred right to vote, the right of any other right to vote from there. Throw, any other what? right to throw from there. Yeah. What we throw? Throw from there. Is he right, saying any other right to throw from there. Throw, 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 throw head. That does not make sense. Um, I can, can correct me if I'm wrong. So black people can't vote. Who's I, trying to? Who's who's who? I, I, I mean, there who, was a time. What who in the last that election? Now he wants was, to go back in time. Yeah. Who in the last election that was legally registered to vote was not allowed to vote? I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't know that this was still a major problem. I, we've got more people on the rolls in our state than we've ever had before. Correct. And uh, there's been, I mean, a lot of effort to sign people up to vote. Get them registered yeah, legally. Be sure it is one vote, one person, where you're supposed to vote. No one. I don't and, know anybody I'm sorry, who's against maybe that. Maybe you have to den- have de- identification to show well, that you, you are de- who you say you are. Right. And you know what? That makes sure that people are not voting more than once but and protects every vote. It goes and by back. the way, all races have to show up. Right. Absolutely. And, and you, you also have to do it to deposit a check, cash a check, get movie tickets, check into a hotel, everything else that we do in this world. We and, and this is a precious right, and it should be protected the same way. White people do not have a different set of rules than people of color when it comes to voter identification and identifying that you are who you say you are so you don't, to Bubba's point, vote multiple times or vote in places you're, that are not where you live. Uh, so it, it, you're not you're not bust in for votes or anything like that. Now, if we were require, requiring something of people of color that white people don't have to do, then yes, that's racism and that's trying to deny somebody the right to vote because of their ethnicity. That isn't happening. So there isn't anyone trying to take away the vi- the right to vote from people of color. That is just not true, and it, it is grandstanding, and it is completely a lie. And to say that black people can't get, I- get IDs, that seems pretty racist to me. To say black people are incapable of getting a, I don't even, having, they I don't, don't even have IDs, that. That, that seems kind of racist. I don't even me. understand that. We know what they're trying to do. They want to be able to manipulate, and they know that's the case. And none of us are stupid enough to buy it. The next thing, here's what uh, white uh, leftists always try to do to convince you that somehow they were champions of the civil rights movement. Uh, here we go again. Uh, here comes Joe Biden talking about uh, the civil rights movement. Here we go. I was a student up north in the civil rights movement. I remember feeling how guilty I was. I wasn't here. How could we all be up there? Mm-hmm. And you going through what you went through, looking at those, I can still picture. 
Uh, what, what did any of hey, that mean? Hey, buddy. Uh, By the way, hey, no, great point. no evidence whatsoever that Biden was ever involved in the civil rights movement as a student. None. Well, he was up there, Rick. Yeah. He was up there because he wasn't here. None. How dare they're here, there, dare. Now we have 20 <laughs> times that Joe Biden has lied about being a civil rights activist. Have you got you ready 20? for that? 20? Are you ready for that? Oh, look, 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 here you go, Joe. Here we go. Civil rights movement. 87. I did not march with a 12 point program. I marched with tens of thousands of others to change attitudes. And kept telling the story anyway. That is really, really weird. He lied to voters, according to the New York Times, uh, quoting aides of, of Biden's, about having marched in the civil rights movement. I got involved in the civil rights movement. I got involved in desegregated movie theaters. They organized voter registration. That was CNN, by the yes, way. Yes, it was. I'm now in Spanish. Jake Tapper. Yeah. So... Even CNN has checked out these claims, and he's lying. And he's been lying since the 80s mm-hmm. that he was involved in the civil rights movement. Now he's got us. He's, he's trying to stop the desegregation of movie theaters. Rick, he, he had to drop out that. of a presidential run because he plagiarized a speech. Yeah. yeah. So, let's, you know, lifting a few facts is yeah. not going to throw him off. <laughs> and he did make swimming safer for black people when he was a lifeguard and, and the right. only white person at the black pool, according to him. And right. apparently, unfortunately, had hairy legs. He did. Yeah. Uh, hairy legs. He, and now he's in one E. Can you do that one, Ender? He, it looks like he's stumbling again up Air Force One. Here we yeah. This, is him, this is him leaving Alabama. Okay, yeah. here, here we go. And given the salute there before he boards Air Force One, just like that, he touched down not even four hours that ago. Oh, hey, oh, hey, hey. Oh, oh, watch. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey. Good save. Good save. Good save. Yeah. So they will be yeah. on Air Force One. There he goes. Oh, you know what this smooth exit. You know when he stumbles like this, you know what it leads to? Watch him. It leads to him doing that little run whoa, whoa. he does. Watch yeah, him. Yeah, watch yeah, him. Yeah, 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 I'm okay. Easy. You know what we're going to have to do? Yeah. Get one of them chairs that they sit on that goes upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. That or an escalator. Right. Um. So I make fun of Terry. She'll look down at her feet when she's going up steps. I'm like, what are you doing? She's I'm looking down at my feet. So I don't I think he needs to start looking down. No he, question. Uh, he, he's too far up. He's no looking question. Up. No question. Look down at your feet, Joe. And that jog that he does after is dangerous. Oh, right? He's overcompensating. He, he's going to go down. Bad. He's putting the hip at risk. Yes. He loves that little jog he does. Not good. <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm still kind of perky. <laughs> I'm a pretty good ball boy. Pretty good. Yeah, I heard that. I can ride a bike. Oh, wait. Not I'm going to get you on a boat throwing down there. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yeah, yeah just mm-hmm. chilling. Uh, so got some uh, animal footage today. Oh, yeah, incredible uh, footage. I mean, when, you, when you're when you thinking about animals, oh, I mean, animals, animals, animals. Hey, y'all want sharks or gators first? Uh, sharks? I like sharks. All right, yeah. all right let's get into sharks. Lots right, of so, them. Whatever so, Adler's got queued up. Yeah, it says here, fishing boat caught in middle of massive shark feeding frenzy. Mm-hmm. Off, Never seen anything like that. Off the yes. Louisiana coast. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Do, I need to, do I pot audio down or leave it up? Uh, no, audio is audio's good. We want to hear this audio because yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It sounds like a waterfall, but it's just sharks, you guys. This is crazy. Um, yeah. These guys were <laughs> um, off the coast of Venice, Louisiana. Yeah. Um, and they were they were fishing for yellowtail tuna. Is that right? How about I used no. to go on a fishing trip in this area right, every at. single year? Would for you about do it again? Five years. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, look. And I guess they found this. some tuna because they found some sharks getting after some. Good tuna. night. 
Lots of sharks. Can't nice. count them. Can't Tremendous count the amount sharks. of sharks. Don't they have something in the water? They put like a bunch of tuna Chumming? Meat. Are they chumming too, you I think? think? They put a huge thing of tuna meat or something and they went nuts. Good gracious. So many sharks. So many fins. My goodness, the sharks. That's just sharks. The sound that you're hearing. It's not a waterfall. It's not the waves. That's, That's all just sharks. God. That's a bunch of sharks. Wow. Somebody how much to stick your toe in it? Somebody guesstimate how many sharks. Uh, at least You could walk 500? across. I was going to say at least a couple hundred, right? I, I would say. I mean, <laughs> it's big. It's yeah, all it's around. Look how, look how far out yeah. that this is going on. What what type of shark is that? Is that a black tip? Is that? I've never seen. They don't look like sharks like I've black ever seen. Tip. It looks like a black tip. I think you're right, Hounds. I, for some reason, always they've, default they've to bull shark, but I don't think so. Black if, tip on yeah. the top of their it, And if it is a black tip, now I know what you're going to say, I would not jump in that. But they're not aggressive to human beings. If you're fishing, like if you're standing out there fishing, one comes up. I mean, I've, I'll never forget. I was with a guy named Mike Jones. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Who? Hey, Mike. His name is Mike Jones. That's Ooh. old man Jones. No, his nickname's not lefty now, and, is it? Um, and and listen, he and I love Mike, and he's he's a character. But well, sure he is. Listen, he's standing. He's we had parked the boat, and he's standing in about I don't know three foot of water, casting out. And I said, Hey, Mike, there's a shark coming. There's a shark coming. And I wasn't about to walk in. He goes, ah, it's just a black tip. He just kept going like it was nothing. And the shark was just right beside him. Wow. And I thought. Ate his leg off. That was a shark, though. Like He's like, yeah, they ain't hurt anything. Yeah, but. And I'm like, ah, do, but teeth. I think they do, though. He's got teeth. <laughs> I mean, I th- hey, Mike, I think they do hurt. Right. I got teeth. That's all but, I But about. I will say this. In that instance, he was right. But I wouldn't have anything to do with that. All right. How much for a cage? Tight cage. You're going down. I'm in a cage. You let me in a cage, I'll go to that. Yeah. I I wouldn't want to be in the middle of anything that much of it. Even if it wasn't dangerous, you know what I mean. Like, like you're talking about rats. I or wouldn't mind getting that birds. I don't think I'd want that many puppies. No, I mean, I, mean, I, I, just, I don't like that. That's a lot. It's like it's if lot. you've ever walked a chicken house, and there, there's yeah. so many chickens in there. Well, you think everywhere. if they went nuts, well, mm-hmm. they could eat us up and no. Bubba's time. You got, you got chickens going nuts. I'm just talking about the sheer number of. You got to watch chickens. Much less the fact that those are sharks that actually eat. I wouldn't want a bunch of chickens like I don't. No, mm. little, little peck. I wouldn't want butterflies on me. That, that kind no, of not that number. Oh, You're in a cage. No. You're in a cage. <laughs> Picture a bunch of monarch butterflies all you over. Got one of them butterfly gardens. Eh? Uh, yeah, it gets intense. They yes. get up in your mouth and in your ears and everything. Right. Sure, aggressive. Surely somebody put a GoPro underneath so you could actually see what was going Frenzy. on. Frenzy. Well, did, did the fishermen yeah. think about that? I don't know. Are they all just at the surface? Or, or we got them underneath? Well, they had one, but oh, it was yeah. eaten. I'm, I'm reading more about it, and it was just this dude, Dylan May. That was uh, on a boat with his girlfriend. So these are just two people going out for a fishing trip. And it looks like the sharks got on a bait pod to what Greg was talking about. But um, he the, the May added there were no shrimp boats around either. So that was weird that there was just a bait pod in the middle of nowhere. Right. So maybe it broke loose wow. or something. Who knows? But uh, well, he fired them up. Yeah. It was just he yeah. and his girlfriend, Caitlin. Crazy. Uh, on the boat, there. I like Shark Week to do that. That's a lot yeah. of sharks. That's a that's a number of sharks. All right, now we got a, a gator. Just a black tip. <laughs> we got a gator against uh, a metal fence. This what, is what is crazy, this about? Guys. This is yeah. alarming. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it it is. is very alarming. Greg, do not miss this. Because right, so you're like, okay. we wonder a lot of times how they get in places. You're about to find yes. out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How did they get in this pool? How did yes. they get in this, this neighborhood? This is not a sure enough good fence. You're not Look ready for this. this. All right, oh. so he's just pushing through these. He's just he's just 
Oh my goodness! He's it about like, to bring it down. Like noodles. Oh, he's bending it, guys. He's just going through metal fencing. Well, he got through that pretty easy. Yes, Real he did. Easy. I saw a video of the one climbing a fence. Yeah, he fell over the other side. Please look yeah, at the little the effort. Yeah. Little effort there. Not much effort. Well, ain't bent. much of a fence. He bent that easy Greg. though, Greg. It's metal. Greg, he bent it real easy. It's not a good one. Mm. Just gets his thing. nose in there. No he's wonder he's in my pond. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Shows you how strong their neck muscles yes. are. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh. Let me get you don't believe that? Let him shake you a little bit. Look, mm. he's a dinosaur. Yes, he is yep. a dinosaur. What about when they do that roll? It's all oh, the roll. is not good. No, he's a dinosaur. I, know, I noticed you put that on the twice today. Did you know that? I That was on accident. Oh, yeah, was it? Okay. It's, that, it's that impressive. <laughs> I thought you were like super fired up for it. Have you seen the gator footage? Nine and ten. I'll give you two shots at it. I've always felt so good when I see like a pond that has a metal fence around nah, it. Yeah. And now nah, I, don't, I don't mean I don't nothing. feel good anymore. I, I don't mean I, I don't feel mean bad anything. About it. Uh, would you jump into a, oh, no. a a pool of water that had the frenzied sharks? Same frenzy. Now it's gators. I'm going. I go uh, sharks. Is it black tip? <laughs> you, you, you don't know. Black tip. You, you don't know. Oh, Could be. I'm going. But you don't know. I got to go sharks. I, right? I think you survived the sharks. I'm you going in sharks. I think, I think I fought so. the guy that made me get in it. That's right. I punch him right in the face. <laughs> but if you, I don't know. But I think I'd rather jump into a pool of sharks than gators. I think so. Yeah, but trying to if swim they're worked to get into away a frenzy. From them. Yeah. Good gracious. That's a no win. That's a no win. I mean, who who? Sent out the call. All sharks come on all over. I mean, that that's just a lot you, of that just shows bite. you how many. Picture out there, all that being really. on, the gators that just bent well, that metal fit. No, you, you no, know, sir. I'm, I'm with sharks like I am with the gators. We we're talking about last week. There's too many of them. We've protected oh, them to the point. There's just too many. Of them. Well, that's just black tips, bro. Oh, black tips. We're not even sure. That's what it sounded like when he told me that that day. I just black tips. Do black tips? Never. Hey, never even question it. It just nurse shark. Hey, just black tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, I googled it. Uh, do black tip sharks attack humans? And it says uh, normally uh, they don't, but but they can become aggressive in the presence of food and have been responsible for a number of attacks on and people. We just saw that. Mm-hmm. We saw a frenzy. You don't jump in that bait pod. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Yeah. No <laughs> way. Wow. Yeah. They're bigger than I realized, by the way. Yeah. Black oh, tip yeah. sharks. Oh, oh, yeah. Of course they are. Yeah, they'll get What they going? Well, if they eat good. Uh, they got 15 rows of teeth, I'll tell you that. Like oh, 15 rows of teeth? Not uh, good. How to tear up a calf. Even an accident, you're in trouble. Yeah. Maximum length is nine feet, more so around five feet. Uh, a couple of other stories uh, that we hadn't covered. Uh, the CDC has now issued a measles alert. Measles. Measles a, in the house. A confirmed case at Ashbury Revival. Yep. In Kentucky, they think that somebody with measles could have exposed an estimated 20,000 people uh, to the infectious virus. And think about this, too. In an event like that, you have people literally coming from all over the country, mm-hmm. and you have somebody with that, and then they all carry it back, potentially. Potentially. You know? Well, the good news is mm-hmm. they said uh, that uh, the T-shirt uh, is selling like uh, like mad right now. As <laughs> right. I, I went to Ashbury for revival, and all I got was me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right. <laughs> printing okay. them as we speak. I'm here uh, all week. A couple other notes. Chip Kelly agrees to contract extension with UCLA through the 2026 season so he'll be back there uh so i didn't know this so so back to novak uh, whatever his last name is Uh, greg that's not it silent d uh i did not uh, know are we still making people 
have we the sure vaccine are. to come into America? Yeah, we sure are. Even what we know that we're yeah. still doing We're a bunch that? of idiots. We're still doing yes. that? Yes, so we are. Why would we continue to do that? Because we're, we're evidently well, stupid this. in this category. And this is a dumb won't learn our lessons. But no. we had 100,000 people come over the border from Mexico. Yeah. Right. But last if I month, let you last can, month. We can take that argument, which is a good one, and we can just move it over at this point. We don't even have to talk about the border and people getting in. We just talk about what we know now. from a vaccination means, standpoint yeah, and, a, and a pandemic standpoint, and this is ridiculous. What you're requiring him to do has no impact <clears throat> on anyone's no. health, none. No. Not even his, apparently. No. Uh, and so he's had to pull out again. Uh, from another open, pretty big tournament, yeah, yeah. and and so because Indian we Wales, because we won't yeah. let him in, and we even know that people are having some side effects uh, from the from the right. vaccine, right, and 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 that the vaccine is not keeping anybody from catching or anyone from passing it, and we won't let him in the country unless he takes the vaccine now. I, I thought, Everything that I we thought know, all that had been done away with, or is it, or is it supposed to end when the official end? I mean, Biden has uh, declared the end of the oh, uh, pandemic. Oh, yeah, he's declared. I, mean, well, like, he, I think that was he declared that before the U.S. Open. No, I mean year. the official date of it, though. He he declared it, but it was it's supposed to be coming out in the next oh, month or what so. Was I the thinking? fact that one of the best athletes on our planet can't compete because he hadn't taken the vaccine vaccination is ridiculous ridiculous well they're a little frustrated and, by and it. that yeah. too the yeah. First yeah. One. yeah well I, sure. it's i'm ridiculous. trying not to cuss if you've noticed because <laughs> well, this is ridiculous and it continues to happen well they go back and say that the current administration that is not even governing like they think this is logical uh, with with the stuff y'all just said i mean it makes sense so if i leave I the country fight. i'm here I, let's say i'm not vaccinated i leave the country i'm allowed to come back in right i don't know I mean, people are traveling. Yeah, they are. Is anyone that you're Why is only not, vaccinated people? It's not a U.S. Citizen. He's not a U.S. citizen. But what's the okay. difference? Bringing it in is bringing it in. Right, right. Now, here you go trying you're to trying find to logic. inject logic into right. it. Because the, I got news for you. COVID don't care if you're a U.S. citizen or not. No, no. no, no Greg, calm I mean, down. Don't get are, elevated. These are all great points, but <laughs> You're going to end up cussing. He's coming into the country. So if I leave, and I, you know what? When I come back, I'm coming into the country. And now if I'm not vaccinated, what's the difference? Look out. He's rested up. Long weekend. What's the difference? He's ready to go. He's ready to go. modest pizza. And again. The border thing. We, we beat really the, cares you yes, too a day or two later. We it beat does. the border thing to death, but that's the yeah. most obvious. It really is. I mean, you know why we're beating it to death? Because it's, it's screaming at us. I mean, you can't just <laughs> have that and then crazy. require someone to have a vaccine. Crazy. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to a brand new Rick and Bubba show right here tomorrow. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show, but it won't be the same without you. So why don't you join us? 866-WE-BE-BIG. All tomorrow on the Rick and Bubba show. I don't even know how we did that. That was total accident. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.